0: Hey, everybody, welcome back for another episode of Tisha Singleness Talks. Hey, okay, sorry, guys. But um, tonight's episode is the fifth episode and we will be discussing dating yourself. I'm so excited every time I get to come on here with you guys. It just really does something for me. So dating yourself, I pose a question. Do you mind loving and giving and receiving the love you always wanted from others through yourself? Dating yourself is literally all about pinpointing the thing or feeling that sits and puts that just sits in your stomach as an uncomfortable thing. And it's just like a pit right it's just like a pit in your stomach that thing you just like oh I don't even want to talk about it it is a void literally it's almost like that feeling of when you don't have enough of it you freak out like why all of a sudden am I sad or emotional or feeling loneliness or even depression the definition of a void is a completely empty space and an emotional void the definition of an emotional void is the empty space that lacks meaningful emotion and an emotional void can be described in a number of different ways it can be considered as numbness i'm numb to this or a sense of just nothingness just walking around without a care lack of excitement lack of purpose hopelessness Isolation and feelings of being disconnected, lost, or even confused. The best possible way to go about your emotional voids, as well as just voids in general, whether that be an abandonment void, you might ask rather than feeling, of course, your inner emptiness with addictive behaviors such as alcohol consumption, as well as, you know, um, even. And in case it's not just alcohol, it's not just drugs. It can be even people that you're addicted to, like my therapist was telling me. It could even be sex that you're addicted to. And you're not understanding why you're even having these addictive behaviors. But what I'm saying is so that way you can... Not feel your inner emptiness with those addictive behaviors and consumption in the short term, but seek out actual meaningful activities and experiences that create new impressions and memories and focus on things that will do you good or things you have always wanted to do. And I know that's easier said than done. Because it's hard when you have an option. Like I said, you see something and you know that it's good for you. And then you see something that's bad for you. And it's almost like these voids, they want you to be distracted. So you automatically go to that emptiness and that longing that you're feeling within this void versus choose the good thing. Choose the healthy thing, in other words, such as like, oh, I'm going to go rock climbing today instead of, um, you know, go do X, Y, Z. Right. So feeling empty can sometimes place you, of course, like I said, at a feeling of loneliness and confusion, but not just in general, those things, loneliness and confusion, but about your life, about goals and about the lack of motivation to pursue anything in life. Anyone could possibly feel these voids that I'm mentioning in their heart from time to time. The experience could have many causes, including shifting hormonal levels. It can arise and you can be triggered to have this this feeling. And you're like, oh, I'm not sure what this is, but you do know what it is. It's your void trying to let you know, hey, I'm here. I want you to stop avoiding me because it's important that you deal with me so that way You don't have consequences on the other end of this, right? So, you know, losing a job or even um, required physical distancing can also trigger this void and trigger this loneliness and this emptiness. But any life stage or situation that may require you to reflect on yourself and your life might also lead to a temporary feeling of emptiness, when we don't openly talk or explore emotions that have been with us for a long time, they possibly will come out in other ways. Even if it feels overwhelming and painful, thinking and talking about significant past events that caused you grief may help you to actually process them. And... Um, Literally, you may feel that making others happy makes you happy, too. You may be that person. Even if this is the case, it's important to consider that supporting others is not exclusive of supporting yourself. I'm going to say that again. Supporting others is not exclusive of supporting yourself. Everyone needs support and care, including yourself. Often... When your needs are fulfilled, you become better equipped to help and support others too. The importance of dating yourself is not just meant for you to go on dates to restaurants and spas and and even go to the mall or or go buy yourself a pair of shoes or go buy yourself this outfit, whatever the case might be. Or even, um, you know, um, the typical uh, self-care things. It has nothing to do with that. Dating yourself has everything to do with how do you best receive the love you were missing or may have even never felt or your constant need for physical touch or even words of affirmation or even why do you need to receive gifts often? Why do you need time carved out just for you? Dating yourself is all about rediscovering the love you always wanted is right within yourself. Dating yourself is about feeling the void, not fulfilling, but feeling the void within your heart with yourself, but hugging yourself if you need a hug. Like if you if you need physical touch and you're lacking physical touch or God has you in a season of isolation right now, um just embrace God or embrace yourself, you know, and that kind of a sense, right? Because you don't want to do anything that will cause you to go to the distracted, unhealthy version of what that void is. So spend time getting to know why even are these specifically my love language. It's almost safe to say that your love language are the emotional voids you may have been missing as a child and even lacked as an adult. And there is nothing wrong with love languages, but I simply ask that you fill the emotional voids and the abandonment voids and all voids in general by giving yourself what you need first. Literally knowing and asking if you don't know, like, hey, you know, what is it that I need in this moment as I'm feeling this? What is it that you need? Ask yourself, what is it that I need? Okay and be what you need first before you look for it in anything or somebody else. It will literally save you the time and trouble of expecting you from others. It will even show you on what are healthy ways for you to tackle what dating yourself is all about. So I wanted to talk about some healthy tips that could be helpful in identifying And moving along into proper healing with these voids. So I want you to first dig down deep within yourself to understand your feelings. And of course, we cannot solve a problem if we don't first understand what it is. If we don't have a name for it, how will we know what it is? And also then stop to ask yourself, okay, so what? Stop and ask yourself the necessary questions that you need to ask yourself. To actually truly figure out, okay, now that I have a name, I understand and I identify with this. What do I do? Like, What do I do to completely go about the opposite? Because I do get easily distracted. If we're being honest, we do easily get distracted by those voids and by those things that we lack and we're still currently healing from. Because if you think about it, it's so easy for us to be like, oh, I'm feeling lonely. Let me call a friend. I'm feeling lonely. Let me go out tonight. Or, you know, I'm feeling lonely and just go to these other things. But really sit with that feeling and really just ask yourself, what is it that I really need? And if you don't know, allow God and the Holy Spirit to guide you into what it is that you need in that moment. As well as allow yourself some sort of outlet for your emotions, to express your emotions. And I I talked about this in the last episode. You can't just move through life, though, and keep all your feelings bottled up inside. This isn't only unhealthy, but it definitely isn't natural. We are complex beings with a variety of emotions and we shouldn't be expected to just suppress them or just um, not express them. In other words, just because society seems to look down on people expressing themselves. Whatever makes you feel more whole within yourself, do that. Whether you like to draw, whether you like to write, whether you like to paint, sing, dance, act, hike, or even bike ride just do something or even fishing just do something that comes naturally to you and even go to the gym if that's your outlet if that's your thing this will help you to feel that emptiness and give yourself the healthy way to express yourself as well as committing to loving yourself no matter what commit to loving you you are your biggest supporter And if you don't commit to loving yourself, how can you expect anybody else to actually actually love you it's important to love you first you know even in a case where people don't love you it's important that you commit to loving yourself no matter what no matter if you're struggling with this no matter if you're battling with this love yourself through it because that is the the most pure and um flourishing when it comes to growth is loving yourself and truly caring and being concerned about you as well as, of course, get involved in activities that make you happy. Go to your city's event if you like, if you like, um, if it's like a, a, a art event or if it's like a carnival, if it's like a fall festival, if it's something, you know. And even if you can't get out and you're not ready to go into the city, you can always do things in the comfort of your home. You can do, um, self care date nights, you can do um, solo dates, of course, you know, which is a a normal one um, that I feel like everyone has heard by now. But if you have in a solo date is basically where you take yourself on a date, um, whether that be at in your actual home, or whether you're at an actual restaurant, just really do what you love. And also, I want to talk about Seven ways that will heal these voids. One is recognizing the, recognize the feeling of empty. Recognize that pit in your stomach. Like, hey, what is this? Like, that is a void. Like, even just, even at certain moments where you're sad and you're you're not understanding why you're sad or why you're feeling what you're feeling, If you don't know, ask the Holy Spirit and he will definitely reveal it to you. And the second thing, of course, is assume the void as an opportunity to grow. I'm going to see and identify this void and I am going to see this as an opportunity to heal. On a whole nother level and actually get the the total Healing that I need from this voice so that way I know how to deal with this in a healthy manner. And then, of course, it does not hurt to strengthen your self esteem. It doesn't hurt to encourage yourself. It doesn't hurt to give yourself grace and let yourself know that, hey, like you're doing a great job. I am so proud of you. It's literally like the very first episode of season one where I was like, Be proud of you. But literally, no, seriously, be proud of you. Every effort that you make, every little step counts. And that's all that matters. Oh, and here we go. The fourth one is facing your fear. Oh, when I tell you this from my personal experience is so uncomfortable, but it's where you will literally just find yourself growing and growing and growing and healing and healing as you're facing your fears because fears will try and come and they can be a distraction as well and you when you actually make the decision to face fear head on like hey i know i'm afraid of this but i'm gonna trust god and i'm gonna walk this thing out and i'm gonna actually do it because God hasn't given me the spirit of fear, but the power of love and the boldness of a sound mind. When you actually walk that out, is so much freedom and facing fear, so much healing and, and power in facing your fears. So, fourth is facing your fears. And then, five, of course, spend time with yourself. Like, literally sit in peace and quiet and observe yourself. Observe what you do. Observe what you gravitate to. Do you gravitate towards a towards a book? Do you gravitate towards a friend? Are you gravitating towards, you know, whatever the case might be, but just like be observant of yourself and then find healthy ways to spend time with yourself, such as the things that I've mentioned above, painting, hiking, you know, going to the gym, baking even can be a really just relaxing, um, just relaxing moment to spend time with yourself or or just doing something new that you never thought you would actually do. And seventh is actually rediscovering yourself. It's OK to literally know that, hey, like I'm no longer that version of myself, but I'm this version of myself And this version of myself is quite interesting. So, you're having to learn this version of yourself. And in a sense, it's like, okay, so this version of myself has boundaries. That version of myself didn't have boundaries. This version of myself also knows what I want. And that version of myself had an inkling of what I wanted, but not the slightest idea. I knew what I wanted, but not what I needed. And this version of myself, I know exactly what it is that I need. So rediscover yourself as well as last and finally, if you don't, if you're not pro-therapy, that is okay. I am definitely pro-therapy, but if you're pro-healing, journal it out, talk it out with someone that you can trust. Or if you cannot trust anyone, record yourself and release what those voids are and be free literally be free that's what i wanted to say tonight guys and i wanted to of course pray over you guys because this i know we talked about a lot but this is so important to me especially because as god downloads this in me he's literally healing me from the voids so that way I can go out and literally help you guys to heal and overcome the voids that have been trying to hinder you for so long. So, God, we just thank you right now for having your way, oh God, in this episode, oh God. Having your way in these voids, oh God, now that we're able to identify and even those that were not. Able to identify God, I pray that you would reveal it to them right now at this very moment. Oh, God, God, that they would know that they can trust you with their void. Oh, God. And they would just release it to you. Oh, God. And find and try and go the healthy route. And it's okay, As well as I'm praying, it's okay if you make a mistake. God's not asking us to be perfect and we're not perfect anyway. We're human so just go about this process giving yourself the grace that you need to actually allow god to show you what this void is and what you run to yes god we thank you right now god for showing them as you reveal what the void is oh god that you would show them what it is that they run to who it is that they run to in the moment that they feel that void god God, and we just want to thank you for all the things that you were doing, all the healing, oh God, and, and the manifestation, oh God, of the healing that you are doing effectively in us. And we just thank you, Lord. And we just give you the glory and the honor and the praise. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. Hallelujah. God, we just thank you. And guys, I just want to thank you guys for listening as well, as well as I want to, um, just say one more thing. I just want to say that as God is revealing these voids to you and what it is that you run to in the moment that you feel that void, write it out, journal it out. Or um, if you don't like to write, you can type it out. You can even record yourself um, in that moment. Um, Just write out your triggers. What triggers me when it comes to this void? So that way God can truly show you And that's what I wanted to say, guys. And I hope you have a wonderful upcoming work week as well as an even more wonderful weekend when it comes around. And thank you guys again. Bye.